so there's a couple of things that have been on my mind today um recently as there always is kind of topics of conversation um ideas interests uh one has been attachment and i had a really interesting conversation with my mum actually um of all people <laughs> on a walk this morning that was um really great at kind of clarifying this idea in my mind and also understanding her perspective on it so i read a really good post yesterday on instagram um about attachment and about different attachment types and actually framing this interest and this idea in a slightly different sense i think often when we think of attachment we think of relationships with other people whether that's romantic or parental or um a friendship but actually this post framed it in terms of relationship to our business or to our work or to other things like not necessarily people um and this was really really interesting for me so i am a fearful avoidant attachment type which essentially means that in my own words i have this deep craving and longing for really intimate meaningful connection with people um but at the same time that is exactly what i fear i fear vulnerability i fear opening up to people i fear um being seen i guess so that's quite a difficult um paradox to live with because on the one hand i long for connection and on the other my brain sees connection and relationship as something that is not necessarily safe for me so this post i saw just completely opened my perspective on this topic up um in terms of i realized i also relate in this way not only with people because i'm very aware of that but actually with like my work and also if i'm trying to for example build a business coaching people and teaching people and holding space for people like the way i relate to that is also in this fearful avoidant way um i can't tell you how filled with ideas my mind is in terms of loads of different creative outlets that i want to pursue and harness um but not a lot gets done and part of that's due to time energy balancing lots of different commitments my degree um my relationships that i do cherish my hobbies etc but um part of it is also because i'm just shit scared of it like i'm shit scared of being seen um of being vulnerable with people of telling my story and of being rejected um so that's been a really interesting insight for me uh the past day or so because it's kind of made me realize that actually this attachment style this anxious avoidant or fearful avoidant it doesn't just sort of sit with my relationships with people it really affects my relationships with everything um 
so that's definitely been one thing that's been on my mind and this attachment style can actually emerge from a point of like receiving mixed messages when you're younger is one of the sort of ways in which it can come through so for instance like sometimes your needs are met and sometimes your needs are not met and this is definitely something that I consciously actually do remember obviously attachment styles tend to form in the first year or so of life but I I do believe that actually they're constantly evolving as we develop and grow as human beings whatever our age um you know it's a constant co-creation we're always in relationship with other people relationship with the world relationship with the self so I don't think it's necessarily as binary as placing us in one compartment one box one label and then being like right that's it that's you set for life um, I think it's something that can constantly move forward can constantly evolve and can constantly change but I do think a level of awareness and understanding into your own attachment type can be incredibly useful for um, for healing for growing for learning about yourself because if you have no awareness on these kind of principles then um, how can you possibly grow from them so that's been yeah a useful morning I guess in terms of thoughts I think the hard bit now is actually working out how I can really try and heal from this and try and open myself up in relationship I guess one way actually of stepping towards that is just talking on here because I have a lot of aversion a lot of um, resistance in myself to kind of hold back and not tell my story and not speak up for fear of people laughing at me or um, humiliation or not liking what I'm saying or thinking I'm silly or whatever um that's just the nature of the mind isn't it so by showing up here that in itself is a very act of kind of progression and resistance to my natural attachment style and 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 maybe resistance is the wrong word I think maybe more acceptance is a better word and compassionately moving through that and with that into a more a safe and sacred space yeah um another thing I've been thinking about which you know all intertwines with all of these topics attachment everything but a big thing for me is control and so a big part of of letting go of that kind of um need to be liked all the time in my relationships a big part of that is letting go of control for me and control is such a big thing in my mind um it's what my constant healing practice and my constant yoga meditation practice I'm constantly working with control and I sense actually recently a lot of fear in my being um a lot of fear in my body in my mind definitely fear of the fear really what is it fear of the unknown fear of change fear of loss of control I don't really know and it's probably not something I can ever know um and actually trying to know in itself is almost a form of control ironically And, you know, it's not easy. It is painful. <laughs> like, it is not easy for me to just sit back and reside in the messiness of life. And I talk about this a lot on my Instagram and when I talk to people and when I teach, um, you know, accepting that life cannot be controlled and actually often the beauty of life is in the spontaneity and the freedom in the um, in the ability to move in that space of abundance and um, openness is 
essentially the ultimate freedom. Um, but my mind struggles. It likes to clench onto things. It likes to have reason to not let go of control, whether that is my appearance, you know, trying to control what I look like, um, whether that will give me lasting happiness. I Well, I know for that not to be true, but... Um, trying to control my work, trying to control my career, trying to control my friendship, trying to control how other people see me, trying to control whatever this is I'm doing, speaking, podcasting, conversing, sharing, like relinquishing the need to have labels, to have meaning, to have a path for everything and just letting go into the abyss for want of a better word this kind of life of mine and just letting it flow um i read a really good analogy by sarah wilson who wrote a lovely book on anxiety called first we make the beast beautiful she also wrote one called this one wild and precious life and i'd highly highly recommend them um if you struggle like me with this kind of existentialism and and not knowing where your place in the world is and and kind of being confused about who you are and what you are and being torn between surface level um insecurities and deep deep existential questioning um yeah welcome to my world um sorry i'm saying i'm a lot and sorry i shouldn't say sorry (laughs) what was i talking about i've completely lost my train of thought now bear with me Sarah Wilson that was it this one wild and precious life first we make the beast beautiful that was the book I was quoting from or paraphrasing from so she talks about this metaphor about how life is like this river and there's two types of people there's two options perhaps we can gather wood and frantically make a raft um on the bank and 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 try and sorry I've completely messed that up ignore what I just said the first option is, you know, we can we can swim in the river. We can we can battle against all the debris in the river. We can try and navigate the path and and battle upstream and force ourselves to go on a path that's not meant for us. We can, you know, try and artificially conjure up our path. We can try and dig a new path in the river, or we can use the logs, use the debris, use the wood to build a raft and just flow downstream. And essentially, you know, bar the fact that I just entirely screwed up that whole analogy, essentially, hopefully the point still remains, which is that we can fight against life, we can fight against our path, we can fight against the flow for, you know, whatever language you want to use here is absolutely welcome in whatever sort of world it makes sense to you but the point is we can fight or we can flow we can just you know that quote like you can can't stop the waves but you can learn to surf something along those lines and it's pointing to a similar psychological construct philosophical construct it's pointing to a similar idea of just letting go and just now actually I was just 
scrolling on Medium and uh, came across this guy that talks a lot about neuroscience, philosophy, psychology, psychedelics, that kind of thing. And and he just talked about one of his biggest insights being to surrender. And I just think that that's so true, isn't it? Like, just to surrender to the unknown, to let go of control and just surrender into the mess, the shit. And actually the shit isn't maybe as shit as you think. It might just be where the freedom, the beauty and the uh, the bliss, peace, whatever, all those fancy words, they might actually be in the shit. So yeah, basically this 12 minute ramble is just about embracing the shit. Um, obviously it goes far deeper than that but hopefully that kind of gets it off my chest and maybe gives you a little bit of things to think about